Unlock your true potential with the Leadership Community, where we empower men to embrace self-awareness and authenticity. Introducing the Leadership Community, where we believe in helping men become the best version of themselves. It all starts with self-awareness, and we encourage men to take a step back, pause, and reflect on their thoughts, emotions, and behavior. Embrace their authenticity and break free from societal expectations. Here are just a few testimonies from individuals. Leadership helped me develop self-awareness and embrace my authentic self. And now I feel more confident and fulfilled. Question, are you ready to unlock your potential? If so, join the leadership community today. Welcome to the Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Roberts. Our goal here on the Leadership Podcast is to influence, inspire, and ignite men to make the shift in their personal leadership by becoming the best version of themselves by unlocking their true potential. We will share tools, tips, and resources to ignite self-awareness and authenticity. I want to say thank you for taking time out your busy day and connecting with also thank you for taking the vital step towards becoming the best version of yourself. Today's episode, guys, we're talking human behavior. We're going to go over the DISC behavioral model, how we as men become the best version of us by better understanding what we do. I want to start this thing out by first, let's think of three, give you three key thoughts to consider as we move forward. And we're talking from a leadership perspective, a personal leadership perspective for men. The hardest thing about leadership that we as men may find challenging is the ability to lead. That's right. Leading is influence. Leading is being able to model uh, your desired outcome. And the hardest thing about leadership is just that, leading. Number two, food for thought. Leadership is not about getting people to do the right thing, but more so to get you, the leader, to do the right thing. And last thing I want you to consider as we move forward today is that it's often harder to lead yourself than it is to lead others. Why do you think that's so? Well, I believe you, we as leaders or men, being able to get ourselves to do the right thing, well, I think it takes a high level of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence has four parts. Emotional intelligence is the ability to self-aware and understand yourself, recognizing or knowing your strengths as well as your blind spots. It also deals with understanding others other people preferences. The first part is self-awareness. Being able to know yourself is key. It's vital. You must understand your behaviors. You must see yourself for who you are. You must have an accurate picture of both your strength as well as your limitation, self-awareness. The second part of um, emotional intelligence is is social awareness. This is the ability to know others and understand other people. It's here we understand how to read a situation 
and we understand how others might feel or react in any given situation. Third part of emotional intelligence deals with self-control, how we control our responses. You do the right thing at the right time for the right reasons in the right way. Discipline. And then the fourth part of emotional intelligence is social skills. Being able to connect with others, being able to know how to create a climate, a positive climate. It's about engineering a positive environment. It's here with through social skills, through connecting with others, we learn to adjust our behavior to better fit the situation. When you think of self, um, let, me, let me go back, let me be very clear, that uh, behavioral, this behavioral model and emotional intelligence are two different makeups that we all have within us. We better understand our emotional intelligence by better understanding our behavior. And our behavior are uh, observable. These are external things, things that we can see, like our attitude, us being angry, being standoffish. You know, we can see these behaviors. So I want to, when, when we talk about external behaviors and why we do what we do, I want you to paint the picture of um, being in the mid middle of the ocean on a cruise and being able to witness the iceberg. Above the water, the iceberg is large, it's beautiful, and we can see all the distinct features of the iceberg. This is the same in our, our behaviors reflect out, project out, and people can start, begin to recognize whether we're angry, whether we, we're frustrated, uh, whether we're happy, whether we're sad, external behaviors. Now, when you think about the same iceberg from being on the, the, in the middle of the ocean, the truth is the iceberg is always larger than what the eye can see. This is, and that's because under the sea, the iceberg is twice or three times the size that you may witness above, right? And so we have this two parts of self-awareness. It's the external part that's exposed that people can see and read or recognize. And then there's that internal piece that, that uh, people can't see or don't know. Oftentimes, I like to refer to these as the blind spots in our life. Growing your emotional intelligence starts with learning your, to lead yourself. It's about getting yourself to do the right thing and understanding what you do and how and why you do it. These are the needs and drivers. These are the internal we can't see, our needs and drivers. We're not going to discuss needs and drivers or how and why we do things, but more so today, we're going to reflect on what we do, our external behaviors. Yeah, we're going to get a better bird's eye view through the DISC behavioral model. Does it make sense today? Is this good? Phenomenal. So, step one, to understand what you do. And to understand your personality, the truth is we have to better understand the DISC behavior model. Here we go. We got the DISC behavior model on the screen. 
um, for you guys who are listening to this by podcast, um, the DISC behavioral model is made up of four modules. Yep. Um, and to the top of the module, you have, and the bottom of the module, you have outgoing behaviors as well as reserved behaviors. From left to right of the full quadrant model, you have task-focused and people-focused. Now, give you a little history on the DISC behavioral model, which was invented by William Marston in 1920. William Marston was a scientist who was passionate about understanding people's behavior, so much so that he created the lie detector set test. He also created the character Wonder Woman, just to give you some food and thought about who William Marston is. So understanding what you do, understand this. Everyone is wired differently. To understand yourself better, you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. And question number one to better understanding yourself that you may want to ask is, one, am I more outgoing or am I more reserved? Right? Outgoing people. Outgoing people tend to speak and move at high levels of energy. Some of their facial expressions may be, may, you may notice more passion. Reserved people, on the other hand, tend to speak more quietly, less forceful. Some of their facial expressions may seem more guarded. Are you outgoing or are you reserved? Just go ahead and annotate that on a piece of paper and make note of that or a mental note of that. To better understand uh, what you do, we have to take a look at the traits for what an outgoing person may exhibit. Think about this. Outgoing people are something similar to extroverts. You're, they're fast-paced. They're involved. They're energetic. They're optimistic. They're positive. They're enthusiastic. They are individuals who love to talk things through. And then on the lower spectrum, I'll go back to that screen. There are reserved behavior styles. Re well, let's, yeah, let's just say uh, reserve preferences. These individuals are passive or we can say are introverted. They're slower paced. They're cautious. They're concerned. They're reluctant. Um, they, they, um, they're critical thinking. They are discerning. These are the traits that you may notice in someone who is reserved or introverted. These individuals are thinking things through. They are thinkers. So to continue this path on understanding what you do, we have to ask question number two. And question number two means, question is, am I more task oriented or am I more people oriented. If you look at the screen, you can see to the left, task-focused people. And to the right, we have uh, people-focused. The difference is task-oriented people tend to focus on the job. They're, they're thinking about getting the job done. They're focused on accomplishing the and getting results. They want to accomplish the goal. These individuals are more uh, logic-based. They're not influenced by people. They are influenced by getting the job done. And then, to the right of the spectrum, we have people-oriented. 
People-oriented individuals tend to enjoy the company of other people. They seem to be focused on people versus getting the versus on the project. Yep. They prioritize people over getting the work done. They seem to be more influenced by the opinions of others. They don't need all the facts and traits that you may better understand or look for in a task-oriented behavior style. It's this. They're, they're task-oriented people are, are program-focused. They're, they're, they they're looking for plans. They prefer projects. They focus on getting things done and reaching their goals. Whereas people-oriented are focused on relationships, friendships, and their emotions. They focus on the feeling and the opinions of other people. When you combine all of this together, we get the makeup of the DISC framework. So remember, everyone is a unique blend of all four parts. There's no right or wrong behavior. These are our preferences and oftentimes made up of or through our environment. So outgoing individuals are more extroverted, whereas reserved individuals are more introverted. Most people have predictable, uh, predictable patterns of behavior, and these behaviors simply relate to uh, a specific personality style. Now, the four behavior styles or personality styles are the D for decisive, I for influential, S for steady, and C for cautious. These are known as temperaments, and these four styles blend together to determine your personality style. To better understand the D personality style, here are a few words that best describe a decisive behavior style. They're dominant, they're decisive, they're determined. Here are the words that help you better understand an influential behavior style. They're inspiring, influencing, and interactive. Those individuals who fall under the category of the S behavior style are described as supportive, steady, and stable. And those individuals who fall under the C behavior style preference are identified as cautious, calculating, and consistent. The D, the I, the S, and the C. Is that good? I hope that's good. I hope it's all coming together, too. Is it making sense? Which, which behavior style best resonates with you? Um, are you? Do you resonate with the D or decisive behavior style? This particular rep behavior style is represented by the avatar Danny. Danny is task-focused and outgoing. He's dominant, direct, and decisive. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Or... Do you relate with the I behavior style represented by the avatar? Isaiah is outgoing and people focused. Maybe you resonate more so with the S behavior style. Steady represented by the F avatar Skylar. Skylar is focused on people and reserved. 
He's described as steady, stable, supportive, or the C-style behavior style, represented by the avatar Carl. Carl is task-focused, however reserved. His behavioral preference is that of being cautious, calculating, and consistent. Let's deep dive this a little more and better understand the DISC behavior model from the avatar perspective. Danny is the, com is a, the competitive spirit. Danny plays the game of life to win. He's decisive. He's dominant. He's driven. His needs as a leader is he needs choices. He prefers challenges. He likes to be in control. He's a natural born leader. He's driven, full of energy and tenacity. Danny expects people to accept responsibility and do whatever it takes to get the result as a leader. His greatest leadership strength is being able to delegate, provide a vision and goals, and simply make things happen. That good? How many of you resonate with the Dan, the avatar Danny or the D behavior style decisive? We have the influential or inspiring behavior style. I like to call them the sociable leader. Isaiah is expressive fun, personal, and personable with everyone. They're interactive, influencing, and inspiring. They have a need for recognition, approval, and popularity. His, he naturally leads through inspiration, enthusiasm, and humor. The I-style leader is relaxed. They love, they come in to lighten up the atmosphere. They're the type of individuals who simply go with the flow, and they are very flexible. Their greatest leadership strength is being able to provide inspiration and fun, encourage people to a common task or goal, and bring new ideas with a fresh outlook. Are you, does the sociable leader or Isaiah resonate with you? Are you a... Uh, <laughs> Influential style leader. Next is the S style or traditional leadership style represented by the avatar Skyler. Skyler prefers more traditional approach when leading. They, he is steady, supportive, and uh, stable. Their needs as a leader is appreciation, security, as well as assurances. This particular leader naturally leads to encouragement, support, and affirmations. He expects people to be nice, to be helpful, and support the team. His greatest leadership strength is being able to build relationships, help people solve conflict or resolve conflict. They are warm, inviting. They support people any means necessary. I often call them the glue to the team. Are you or do you resonate with Skyler, the traditional leader who is supportive? And lastly, we have the C-style leadership who is cautious. These individuals are oftentimes identified as the perfectionists. They're reserved and task-oriented. 
Carl prefers to think things through for excellent results. He's cautious. He's correct. He's calculating. He has a need for quality answers. He has a need for value. And he has a need to produce excellence. These C-style leaders naturally lead by or with rules and procedures as well as guidelines. These are the individuals who will dot the I, cross the T's in any situation. Now, Carl, or the cautious style leader, is focused or expect people to be focused and follow the rules as well as be logical. Their greatest leadership strength or potential is that they are very analytical. They notice what can go wrong before it goes wrong. They think logically. They see the details. And they listen before they speak. Let's do a quick check. Are you more outgoing or reserved in your behavior style? Identify one. Are you more task-oriented or people-oriented? Identify one. And now, ask yourself, are you a high D who leads by being decisive or direct or dominant? Or are you a high I who leads by influence, inspiration, encouragement? Or are you the leader who leads as a high S who is supportive, stable, steady? Or are you the high C style leader who is careful, cautious, and conscientious? Identify for yourself which one of these behavior styles best represent you. Now, if you're saying to yourself, man, you know what? I can pick one, but I want to, I definitely want to be certain which behavior style uh, uh, resonates with me. I encourage you always to go and take uh, a disc analysis profile. You can head over to the webpage, DwayneHRoberts.com. There you can get access to our disc empowerment tool. It's a 19-page report that will help you better understand what you do. I mean, it's going to give you information all about you. So as we get ready to close this thing out, I need you to understand that this simply helps you describe what you do by helping you develop self-awareness about your strengths, your blind spots. It also helps you describe what other people do. Yep, it helps you develop your social awareness, other people's strength, yeah, and how you can adapt your strengths to better suit any situation. Three keys to keep in mind as we close out. Every personality style has both a strength and a blind spot. Two, everyone can learn to grow and be more dynamic and effective in their leadership. And three, leadership at work is all about developing. I want to encourage you, never miss an opportunity to grow yourself. Connect with your boy every Saturday for the Leadership Podcast. Listen, I'm your boy, Dwayne Roberts, and this has been a treat to share with you today uh, the human behavioral 
uh, yeah, the model of human behavior from the DISC outlook, helping you develop your emotional intelligence through self-awareness, social awareness, self-awareness, um, social awareness, self-control, and social skills. I'm your boy, Dwayne Roberts. As you always hear me say, your success is in your hands. Thank you and God bless.